Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Oh, yes, it is. Hello, everyone. Michelle here. You're new to the program. Welcome. If you're a regular participant, listener, co-creator, thanks for being here um, as always. And hello to everyone in the archives and listening later via iTunes, TuneIn Radio, FM Player, to name a few. Um, Good to be here, everyone. Welcome to Wonderful Wednesday. Um, If you have a question or a comment, you can call in, and that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122, and press 1 on the keypad to get on air. Hey, everyone in the chat. Great to see you all. My lovies, my co-hosts, cohorts, sound engineers, co-creators. They really ground the energy. Uh, We have back with us Robert Wilkinson, astrologer extraordinaire, Um, much more than that, just one of the things that he does. So we're going to be diving in with him. Um, He comes on a little earlier. So we will be um, very blessed to have him back, by the way. And I think he's going to make another appearance towards the end of the year. So we're really getting these aspects, astrological aspects. On that note, I want to invite everyone to join me on um, my uh, Insta page. Come join me in that community there. I do a lot of inspirational, insightful posts, some kind of funny. It's just me, me and my, those of you that know me, my getting around town, my, uh, just my little flow of my life, (laughs) what I got going on. Um, Also on Facebook, and then, of course, I've been doing YouTube. I'm I'm about to upload another one. Um, Various readings, pick a card readings. I am going to be doing one for the elements, which I want to touch on here for everyone because I've got some people asking me to do – I don't know if I'm going to do every sign. I mean, I'm going to start with – I'm going to keep with the pick a card because I love doing those and tuning in because I really love feeling – it's amazing. I mean, talk about a confirmation of our interconnectedness to everyone and everything when you tune in and other readers have said this you just you sometimes faces come you hear people's questions you just feel the energy and and what it is is when we get our signs when we get our messages it's because we've asked oh spirit informed thank you thank you thank you so much says she loves my channel thank you so much spirit informed Oh, I appreciate that. Ah, just put that in the chat. Love it, love it, love it. And we're going to have um, more addition to it. I'm kind of getting into it slow but sure because I don't want to overpromise and then get overwhelmed. So, um, But I am loving doing them. And like I was starting to say, you know, it's because you ask. When you ask, when you've been meditating, when you've been praying, 
that universal aspect of the all that is is receiving it. I'm I'm a really big you know great receiver as a channel. But you know we all do that on some level, and I think that's what really tickles me about this. You know I have a great friend of mine who always just knows when I'm a bit down, and I I wake up to a wonderful text where she's like I really felt you. And then it's like, oh, my God, I just needed to hear that. Um, she sent me something the other day. I'll have to read it to everyone. I posted on my Facebook. Join me on Facebook, too, and also our Awakenings community. I'd love to have that grow. We've got some great um, insight and interaction from the community peeps. Um, James is always posting something. Tamara posts a lot. Um, we've got some great Amanda, to name a few, Ed, uh, Niam, but some great, great, um, you know, one of the things in our awakening that really helps is we've got, we've got to, you've got to stretch your own muscle. So I appreciate, you know, it's good to post other people's things or repost, but also think about your own thoughts. What's your question? What's your thought? What's your take on it? And put that in the mix. You know, you don't, you could paint a picture or get a picture or something that represents that and post it. Or just post your thoughts, or, or get a conversation going. But really, because we're all the we're all messengers, right? This is what the Messiah. This is the, the second coming. What is the second coming? Of, you know, there was oh, it's Christ on earth. Yeah, Christ, Christo, light. It's our own light on earth. It's finally people waking up, going, Oh my God, I am an amazing being. I'm a unique being. Oh my God, I'm a being with a soul, and I'm meant to be here and shine my little light ever so bright with other people. And I meant to love and kind of have a good time here, even though there's challenges and struggles, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, let me read really quickly what she wrote. Or no, she sent to me that something, some group she follows on Facebook uh, posted this. Let go of the worry and stress that comes from waiting on timing. Now, all of us need to hear this right now with all these retrogrades, the eclipse season, things that are disappearing things that are reappearing, shifting sand that we're all on. Let go of the worry and stress that comes with waiting on timing. Focus on the peace of knowing it will happen rather than the pace it is happening. Life has to go slow at times so you can prepare for when it starts to go fast. Appreciate the beauty and the pace and give thanks for the peace. Now, I know many of us, we know this. But obviously, we need a reminder. I know I do. So questions, comments, you'd like a reading, you'd like to share your own insights, that number is 347-539-5122. Let me just touch on, before we get to callers, um, oh, yes, all things awakening. So those of you that are, um, I can hear a blower in the distance. My neighbor loves the gardener. It's come on Wednesday. They used to come on Tuesday. Now they come on Wednesday. So we have the blower in the background. Okay. So, um, yeah, 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Okie dokie. So I wanted to um, dive in with everyone and, and talk a little bit about and tune in a little bit on the, on the elements. I want to do an element reading for earth, air, water, and fire. And basically, we're all being rerouted or redirected to come more from the soul level. 
it's quite challenging, even as much as I live in this realm, you know, very Neptunian, got, got a nice couple aspects to Neptune. <clears throat> Still doesn't matter. <laughs> My human conditioning, and believe me, this has been a challenging four to six months. Um, I don't have to get in the nitty-gritty, but you can fill in the blankies. Um, it's getting harder and harder to do to make things happen or do it from an ego perspective. We're really being nudged, pushed by, by our spiritual energy, guided by our soul or fueled by our soul. So things that are passionate that come from the soul have more fuel right now. And so they're, they're taking off more. But part of that is the waiting. And who, who's the one that has to wait is the ego part of us, right? <clears throat> the other part, dancing on all dimensions, all planes, already sees it in form, even though it's astrally and etherically there. It's just the part of us that's playing out in the, in the land of physical manifestation, right? The temporal plane. So I have been, between now and the end of the year, maybe, maybe even to beginning second quarter because I just love it so much, have really focused on workshops, teleworkshops, programs that really help people connect more in spiritually, develop their spiritual gifts, um, <clears throat> as well as um, keeping the vibration higher, which means just connecting more to the soul so that the manifestations are coming more from the soul and getting what we perceive to be unstuck. So I did start my high vibes teleworkshop. Some of you asked, oh, my God, I want to jump in. If you contact me this week, awakeningspodcast um, at gmail.com or go to Soul Playground, if you contact me this week, you can jump in. I can email you the stuff because we're not that, you know, you can jump in. There's, I think, two, one or two spots left. I, I put a cap on how many participants so that I can really, you know, keep a good focus and keep everybody humming. So if that's something that interests you, um, and also in September, mid-September, right after the holidays, we're jumping back into Liberate Your Life clearing that core wound, core wounding and belief. And trust me, once it's gone, it's gone. You have so much awareness around and recognition. Um, and then I'm bringing the modern mysticism. So in the next realm of the next series for the um, psychic development and connecting with your higher self. So what's the theme here, everyone, is living more from the blueprint of the soul. That's what it's all about. That's what my focus is. Everything is really getting funneled into that gloriously, and I'm absolutely in loving it. So if you have any interest in that or you want to keep up to date on all the happenings, you know, the soul path happenings and psychic monthly forecasts that I do, also email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. It's 12-12 right now. That's a synthesizing. 12-12 is Piscean energy. That's my hint. Time to move on. <laughs> I can see my kitchen from where I'm at. 12, oh, Tamara just wrote it, too. Tamara, we're in sinkies. <laughs> she just put it in the chat. And I was, and those of you that know me, I would say, you know, they do my trailer workshops or know me from uh, this podcast here. I'm always walking, especially when I'm channeling or talking. I, I need to walk around. I get so much energy coursing through my body. And um, a lot of heat on top of my head. 
bad. All righty. So call in number 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. What's happening here? Just to touch on Earth, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, and that's whether it's sun sign, um, Venus, moon for sure, um, and rising sign. A lot of you are feeling stuck right now. You're having to wait as new structures are coming into form. It is saying to slow down, to go within, connect more into your psychic abilities. A lot of you are having jumps, leaps in your psychic abilities. Um, now, all, now, I'm doing this by elements, but if you go, that's me, but I'm not an earth sign or don't have prominent earth, still take it. Trust your intuition. This is what, what I do with my YouTube readings, the pick-a-card readings on my YouTube channel. We're guided where we need to be guided. It doesn't necessarily, you know, it's the, the message or the way that it's coming through is that's going to vary, you know. So don't get hung up on the outer, especially as we're going more, you know, spirit-led, you know, led by spirit. Where is spirit leading you? Now, remember, Earth is about the builders. You're the builders. You, you work with structure and form. So a lot of you are feeling very um, frustrated right now because your manifestations are not coming, slow in coming, or partially there. And it's bunching your energy up. So there could be a lot of anxiety right now, which you need to do some form of movement, even if just breath work, walking, running, yoga, dancing, uh, talking, <laughs> writing things out, <clears throat> but breath work and meditation will really help unplug. The air signs, Libra, Aquarius, Gemini, the focus on career and relationship, actually all the elements, there's changes in lifestyle, there's changes in career. Why is all this happening? It's to free us up to connect more psychically from the soul. Psychic comes from psyche, Latin for soul. So being led more by the soul. So everybody is experiencing some kinds of delays. Libra, Aquarius, Geminis, there are quite a lot. There could be mis, a lot of miscommunication, misunderstanding, um, feeling misunderstood. But it's also saying you need to clear your house and come from your own truth and speak the truth. Okay? So Libra, you might find, God, why am I having to deal with all this stuff? Or Aquarius, Gemini, why, you know, air signs. Well, you are the, the communicators, okay? So your structure and form is coming through the message or the communication, and it's saying, slow down, woohoo, get to your truth before you speak or before you build something. So you're coming to a new truth. Earth is coming into new forms, and some of those forms will be different living situations, could be career uh, could be relationships coming in. Again, anything that has to do with form. Relationships form are a form of energy, right? It forms the energy. We all have a relationship together, right? We're interrelated. And you know when you come to the show, somewhat to expect, I'm not going to be talking baseball, football, you know, right? World Series. I might touch on it, but that's not, you know, that's not expectation. Water signs, the element of water, Scorpio, Pisces, Cancer. Water likes to erode things. It likes to bring us together. It likes us to all be in the same boat. Boot? Well, maybe a boot. (laughs) The same boat, the same river. The water element connects us. 
It's the blood of us. What is the blood of us? What connects us all? It's not only our experiences, and some people say our suffering, but love, where and how we love, the, the, the bonding, the, the, the call to want to bond and connect with like-minded individuals. So life, career, and care, self-care for you water people, Scorpio, Pisces, Cancer, are you taking care of yourself? Are you loving yourself? If not, why? And is the career you've chosen or the job you're at, is it, is it still supporting you? There's issues around patience and faith, but a lot to do with care and concern, concern and care of others as well as yourself. Some of you need to just absolutely take a break, you know, and put the sign up, gone fishing. <laughs> water, be around water to nurture. Fire, Sagittarius, Aries, Leo. New directions, creativity opening up. You're really feeling like, I got to free up. I got to free up. You know, Sag, Sagittarius, don't hold me back. Don't hold me down. Aries is saying new directions. Where the heck are you? Some of you are chilling and going, okay, I'm going to have a cappuccino. It's not here yet. Leo is going, I'm tired of what I was doing. I got to go in a new direction. So the creativity, the self-expression, the fire is the passion. The fire is your inspiration. Fire signs, look where you are inspired. What are you inspired to do? Roll back the obligations and the to-dos that don't really need to get done or delegate them. And focus not only on your artistic or creative expression, but your own self-expression. Again, opening up. What is that? Is that in a communication level? Is it how you're living? Do you, some of you, you have too much stuff, too much junk. You've got to get rid of some stuff to free up. Again, all of these are being highlighted by the lovely, we've had this grand, um, this grand trine, with adjustments, though. So the, the, the energy of the trine, of the flow, is flowing, is flowing especially earth people, it's in earth, um, or wherever it's affecting in your chart. It's trining you, but it's trining you like the, the river that's, you know, all of a sudden was going kind of slow, and now it's picked up, and you're realizing, oh, my God, I'm going in a new direction. Things are falling away. You know, what's happening here? You know, uh, this, I used to be able to count on this. Now it's not here. Remember, a river can also be rapids. You know, I remember intertubing one time with a friend of mine years ago. And, boy, she went under. We were somewhere in Oregon. I don't remember. Um, I couldn't get her up. She went under. Now, she found it. She got herself up. But it was like we were going to, I don't know what we're thinking, youth. We had we had beer and sandwiches. <laughs> we had food. I, we were gonna just lackadaisical sit in the inner tube and then have some brewskis and our little, you know, snackies. And uh, boy, oh boy, we hit everything out. She finally came up, and um, but you know what? That's for some people right now. It's things are such at a snail's place, so slow. Some people, there's so much disruption. Um, some people, just a couple things are being moved around. They just, some, some people, things are, one or two things has been yanked out, one of the puzzle pieces, and you're, you know, you're having to balance on one leg and then the next. Some people are on hot coals. What's happening? But look to this time as freeing up and getting to more of what is really important to you. What is important to you? What fuels you? Now, look at it this way. Now, some of you, look at it, what, what, do you, what new forms do you want to bring in? 
That could be a lifestyle form. That could be what's the new form of how you live. You know, Earth likes the hell, like to, likes to put it together. What, where are we going? What's, what's new? You know, what's new relationship, new lifestyle? You know, air, what, you know, what, is, what is the new beliefs? What are the new ideas that will support you? Check your beliefs, people. Check your beliefs. Are they serving you or serving you up? Right? Are those beliefs serving you or serving you up? <laughs> you believe them, you can get rid of them. Right? Where are you putting your attention, your energy? Who do you love? What do you love? What about loving yourself? Are you not putting yourself enough in the equation? How do you get more emotional fulfillment in your life? That's what the soul likes, likes connection. And what are you fired up and passionate about? Okay, let's get to callers because Roberto's going to be coming on the line. Spirit inform in the chat. Michelle, can I ask you if you see me and my mother being moved into our separate new homes by September, October? Ah, I feel more October, November. Um, I do see a move. And I feel like you could be near each other. For spirit informed moving. Uh, it feels like something has to be made. Um, is one of the places not ready? Feels like there's something there's something that makes sense. Um, Ohio and one's going to North Carolina, okay. Well, are you near each other now? I guess you're living together now, right? Are you living? You're living together now, spirit and form. I guess put that in the chat. Um, one of you. Oh, that's why you're both still looking for a place. Yeah, because I don't feel it's ready, and and I guess that's spirit saying that that it's not the place isn't there yet. Um, you haven't found them, but I do feel you're going to find one. But then it seems like. One of them isn't ready. They're both not ready because you haven't found them yet. But then one of you finds one, and then the other one isn't ready. So I don't know if you put a payment down or they have to do some work on the house. But I do see you guys getting, getting settled, getting moved. Okay, let's get to colors. We've got to be quickie, quickie, quickie. I should say that, and then I go off on a tangent. Hey, you're on air. Welcome. Hey, Michelle. It's Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Welcome. Thank you. So, yeah, everything you said makes sense. And I knew I'd be off all oh, summer because I haven't worked since July the 5th, but I'm just kind of curious uh, what you see coming. Yeah. Okay. So you're Thank wanting you. work, 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 work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you consulting or teaching? What are you doing? Because it feels like you could – there's something that has some a lot of projects that you're going to have to do. I don't know what that. Could so be. I've been a self-employed consultant contractor for the past. Oh, 12 years. that's why. Okay, because that's what I see. I see more of that, and it, if that's what you're wanting, there's there's more of that coming. Okay, good. So it seems to be consultant, project-based, um, but it it does show work slowly picking up, and then it. Poof, Kicks into high gear. Okay. So, yeah. All right, Michelle. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Bye. You're welcome. Hi, 732-766. You're on air. 
Williams. I don't have to say that. I'm right. Hi, hi, Michelle. It's Walter. Hi. Hi, I just wanted to just <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for the shout out last week and appreciate oh, the reading. It. And I just want to let your callers know that it's so worth it. It's to call in and have a little conversation with you. You did not rush me. You made me feel so much better about everything. You put so much stuff into perspective. And I just wanted to call mm-hmm. and just thank you on the air. That's it. And I'm gonna to continue to listen. Oh, thank you, Walter. It was great to talk to you, too. It's fun. It was great. You've got such great energy. So thank glad you so you much. Were I appreciate it. Get a session. You're welcome. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. That was nice. Thank you. Um, 805890, you're on air. Hi. I'm Cynthia. How Hi. are you? Hi, Cynthia. Um, I'm doing great. Oh, you have that's a question? good. Um, Yes, I do. So when I called you, maybe like at the beginning of this year, um, you had told me that I was going through an awakening. Well, um, since yeah. then, I've discovered that I've been going through an awakening since 2012, or oh, 2014, yeah. um, when I first had my initial incident where I was hearing voices, I was seeing things, and I ran away from that for mm. like three years, I think, um, until last year when I started really looking into it. And my yeah. question is, am I on the right track with spirit? Also, does that coincide with maybe a new career move? Kind Usually of following... brings things like that. And this is, and you have said the right thing that, um, you know, that is the reason that the show is called Awakenings is because there's more than one awakening. We, if you right. get consciously on the path, right, it just keeps flowering. So let's see, yeah. Cynthia. Well, it seems like you're really to be focused on the spiritual aspect right now, that everything else will fall into place. Um, okay. And, and your self-expression, your creativity, getting out there more, maybe even writing. I don't know if you're journaling I or writing a blog. Oh, sing. Oh, well, your creative expression. I, well, go back to your creative expression. That's going to okay. open up and, more. You're going to find the the quality of what you're doing, the quality of your voice has somehow changed. It's it's deepened. I feel like you, you're able to go deeper. So it okay. may be writing songs, you know, spiritual, or see what, what the, how the spirit moves you, what you feel, what you want to communicate. Um, but okay. that's what I'm getting. It's, it's right now your opening is in the creative aspect of your being. It's in your self-expression. Okay. So as you more put sense, more yeah. of your, yeah, does it make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's as trying you, to make more sense. Okay. Yeah. So as you're, as you're focused more on that aspect of you, that's actually going to open you up even more to your spiritual gifts and your, you know, intuition and psychic ability, your ability to really okay. see and feel and, but I feel you have a great voice. You're very creative. You actually really move people, I feel. So, um, okay. So, I feel yeah. the same. I've always had this fear of it, though. And I don't mm. know if that's just past traumas or anything like that. Um, but I've kind of closed that off for a very long time. Well, it's time to open it back up. Okay. Okay. All right. I will do that. All right. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Much peace. Bye. Thank you. Hi, 931 316. You're on air. 
How are you? Hello. I'm doing great. To whom am I speaking? Good. Maggie? Maggie? Hi, Maggie. Welcome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So my my question is um, career. <laughs> and okay. I don't think I'm on the right path. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But it's financially it's not working. Yeah, it is fulfilling, true. but yeah. Well, why am I getting that you need to take is this something fairly new? It seems like you need to take more time. And also something mm-hmm. to, well, I don't know, you may add something to it. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, are you thinking of a, a second job? <laughs> I'm thinking about getting out out of this uh, altogether. Or eventually, I'd like to open up. Um, kind of. Oh, it's very. It's just very different. I'm very metaphysical and very mm-hmm. spiritual, and I want something along those lines. Um, okay. I currently I'm doing caregiving for an agency, and um, yeah, it's just oh, that's not the you. money. Yeah. Well, maybe it's well, very maybe hard. that's yeah, maybe that's why they're saying start something now, start something now on the side. Maybe you're what you're doing metaphysically, take that caregiving mm-hmm. energy and put it into your metaphysical mm-hmm. um, pursuits mm-hmm. or something that that's. Because I, it, I feel like you're not going to completely leave this job quite yet. It feels like there's a, a steps, there's a bridging process. So, okay, I would, okay. I would start, yeah, I would start doing the, um, the more the metaphysical, you know, just on the side, mm-hmm. you know, sessions, mm-hmm. consulting, start writing, mm-hmm. you do whatever you can, bit by bit, to go more in that direction. Because mm-hmm. I literally right. am, am seeing a, a bridge. I'm literally, like in my mind's eye, I'm, I'm seeing this bridge from like one place or one land to the other. So I do feel you will uh, make mm-hmm. the change. It's mm-hmm. just going to take... Do you see me? It's t- yeah, it's going to okay. take time. I understand that financially. I can, oh, okay. you know, I oh, good. totally... Okay, you know. Yes. And um, do you see me specializing in any one thing or... You know, leaning towards one more than the other. Mm, not right away, and and that's I feel one of the things that's been stopping you or blocking you. You really need to move into the mm-hmm. soul's perspective, which is like mm-hmm. being a little child. Let me do this. Let right. me try this. Let me do this for a little bit. Let me. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. Eventually, one thing will come through. Um, mm-hmm. And you may even do a workbook or a manual, something that you bring back into caregivers or people <laughs> that you've cared for. I, I feel like you could come back into more the, the corporate setting, but more mm-hmm. as a facilitator or pre- presenter. Um, mm. But that's a ways. That's a ways. That's a ways. Okay. Right now, they're really they're really guiding you just to open up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. You yeah. know, I mean, here's the thing. Okay. We all get ideas. Yeah, we all, you know, and I'm yeah. here too. I, we get ideas, but then we we need to just take, and that's, I think, for everyone, every element right now, earth, air, water, fire, mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. one small thing can you do? Because your higher self will help you, you know, or okay. opening happens. You know, I remember when I was, like, wanting to pub, do public speaking and also some singing of late, and, but I was terrified. I wish I did it when I was younger, but I was, yeah. I had all the opportunities, but not the self-esteem, <laughs> you know, the confidence. 
But now right. I just put it out there and now things are coming to me and I'm like so right. handed over to the higher self that I just show up and do it and it ends up being great. I just, I feel the fear. Oh, oh shoot. I do a meditation yeah. and say, come on, protect the ego. Come on, higher self. I'm just yes, going to show you up. Got hope everything. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Yeah, yeah. somebody's got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Maggie, keep listening. Thank you. All right. Thank so just you. Just do one okay. small thing. One small thing. Okay. I will. Thank All you right. so much. Okay. You're okay, welcome. Bye-bye. You're so welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> it is that second half of the program right now. We have Robert Wilkinson with us, who's a metaphysical and spiritual astrologer. He is the author of Love, Dad, A New Look at Mercury Retrograde as well. Three books here, as well as his most recent book, Saturn, Spiritual Master, Spiritual Friend. So I want to welcome to the program, Robert. Hello, Robert. Hello. Glad to be here. <laughs> so well, glad it's to have funny. you here. Oh. I always listen in, of course, to hear what's on people's minds and hearts. And it's always amazed me that your people seem to be both in the groove with what's really the question of the moment for a lot of people. Mm. Because, again, listening to this, yes, we're learning to reference the soul and not the illusion. We got to cut loose all last year with those fire trines. We got to strengthen our hearts. We got to strengthen our inspiration. We got to strengthen our imagination. That's why a lot of stuff really picked up in 2017. Now we have these earth Mm. trines anchored by Saturn and Uranus this year. So we're having to ground it. However, uh, we can't push the river, and we've just had six planets retrograde. We have some limits in terms of what we can accomplish and when we can accomplish it. Huge limits. Oh, my God. Well, that teaches our mind. It teaches our mind humility. We have to reference the heart. We can't just have everything we think ought to be a certain way especially anything that would violate the inherent naturalness of whatever it is we're supposed to be doing. You know, as you know, in the Mm. East, there's this concept called Dharma. It is who Mm -hmm. you are destined to be. It's different than karma. I explain that Mm -hmm. in, in Saturn, in the book, you know, the difference, because we create a lot of the cause and effect patterns, but still ultimately regardless of which path we take, we're here to fulfill our unique self and sing our unique song to our world. We're never going to find that in the mind. We're never going to find it in external things. We're never going to find it in superficial things. We're only going to find it by referencing the heart because the heart is the crystal by which true knowledge, true awareness happens. Because all that the mind can do is say, well, maybe it's this, and maybe it's that, and this is better, and that's worse. Because it just the mind runs around trying to figure out how to know, but it can never really know because it's our heart that knows. Okay, and mm. again, according to the timing on this year, we've had this series of tag team retrogrades, which I want to go into in yeah. a little bit more depth. I think, okay. though, that, you know, overall, 
June and July and August have been an excellent time for reconsidering what we're doing and why we're doing it and how we're doing it because of the Mars retrograde. And it went Mm -hmm. retrograde in Aquarius. It's been in a Capricorn or Aquarius since mid-April, so everything related to Mars in our chart is directly ruled by Saturn. All of us are having to show patience and organization and discipline and maturity wherever Mars and Saturn are transiting, but also wherever they rule in our charts. You know, this has been a big time, what I call, of getting in shape, and we talked about that the last time that I was on the show, is that this is the time to prepare. Because now that most of the retrogrades are over, Jupiter's direct, Mercury's direct, we've got Mars going direct. This is now the time to begin to move a lot of stuff forward because we we have learned to take a new look at things. Many people, because of Mars being skills, Mars retrograde's a great mm-hmm. time for taking a look at how we're using our skills and maybe past skills that we neglected and maybe alternative applications for old skills. Because I've been counseling a lot of people Mm. lately on asking them about transferable skills. And it comes from my old time Mm. when I used to help people with resumes. There's two kinds. You can either list your jobs or you can list your skills. And if you Mm -hmm. have certain skills in one area, they are transferable to other areas. And all that we have to do is figure out what, is a societal need, and would we actually like to do that? And if we can Mm, figure out a need and match our skills to that need, as you know all too well, society will throw money at you. They will write press releases about you. They will sing you the blues and the joys of everything, as long as you can deliver. Because the world really is kind of so crazy right now, People are saying stuff that makes no sense. People that are utterly incompetent are in positions of power and authority. And it's not just in government. I mean, I'm getting reports from people that are wondering why either the bosses or the help or both are getting a little strange. And this is just a natural point in the process. So anyway, timing is everything. We can't push the river. And this period of Leo that we've just been in with Mercury retrograde in Leo and the sun in Leo, this has been great for figuring out, shall we say, practice modes of new Mm. types of creative expression. What's your heart into? If you can figure out what you could put your heart into, you're going to do it well, and people are going to love you, and they're going to want you around. They're going to throw a lot of money at you. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you, are, if you love what you do and you're good at it and you're creative at it, the world will eventually take note. Now, how this fits in with some of what I've heard and some of what I wanted to, to share, remember, to recap, We've had three solar eclipses this year alone, and, then, and they're not even that strong. I mean, we're still under major influence of last year's yeah. big-time solar eclipses at 9 Pisces and 29 Leo. Okay, so yeah, we're getting hit we with have, that again, right? Well, we just have stuff being shut down in shut various down. parts of our lives. And, yes, every time something goes through, Virgo Pisces – 
it brings echoes of the Pisces and Virgo eclipses from last year and the year before. And every time planets go through Aquarius or Leo, it re-stimulates the Aquarius and Leo eclipses we had last year and this year. So wherever something in your chart, it's 28 Aquarius, something shut down. 21 Cancer, the July eclipse, that's shutting some things down wherever we have 21 Cancer. We just had one at 19 Leo, which is a little bit stronger. It set the grand irrationality into play in a big way because that eclipse was triceptile Neptune. Mercury was biceptile Uranus and triceptile Pluto. Venus was triceptile Uranus and biceptile Pluto. Is it any wonder things have just gone completely crazy and off the rails? Just in the last six weeks, things are really beginning to spin out, just in terms of the larger global situation, but also, see, the interesting thing is that this has put everybody on the edge of major choices and changes within the big non-rational field, but Mars has been retrograde, Mercury's been retrograde, it hasn't been time to make final decisions. It's only been time to gather information, research, rethink, rehearse, rework, reimagine, and really take this time to figure out what are you doing? Are you doing what you want to do? Are you doing it in the right way? And if not, figure out different ways to do it. Same thing with the Mars retrograde. It's shown us where we are either passive-aggressive or we're tolerant of that energy in our lives. It showed us where we are defeatist in our attitudes and where we blunt our own energies, where we are frustrated, where we turn things inward, present, or where we were frustrated in the past that then is impacting the present. All of those are Mars retrograde phenomena. Then we add to the fact that it fell on the Sabian symbol of withdrawing from old projections so that nothing that we really used to like is all that important anymore except for those core things that in fact are the connection of the soul self with the external manifestations of that soul self. Mm. Because everything we've done is just recreate our heart's desire. In one form or another, that's what the whole external reality is. That's why sometimes we wind up with things that we don't care about anymore, but it's guaranteed once upon a time we cared about them or we wouldn't have them. That's right. It's almost like okay, what we, so, a lot of times what we want it what to manifest comes in, but we may or may not want it anymore. <laughs> right? By the time it gets here, Robert... Well, that's we've actually. I think we've covered that a couple of times on the show. It's just that you know that was the thing about the secret. Matter follows thought, without a doubt. You know, but a if it's not true for you, you're not going to get it. And b just you may wind up not getting it when you think you want it, and then it shows up later on, and you realize you got what you wanted, but you may not be in a position to take full advantage of it. I think I shared this with you the last time where I had for years I had this dream of having an alo farm. And now that I no longer have any space for an alo farm, I have like 50 alos in pots and I have to figure out what to do with them. (laughs) So we we get what we want. All we have to do is just keep showing up. So anyway, to get back on track, 
We've had all these solar eclipses. So we've had all this stuff being shut down in the Aquarius and Leo and Pisces and Virgo and Cancer areas of our lives. Well, nature abhors a vacuum. And just because the cosmic recycler comes along and takes our old stuff away that we just really don't need anymore, we couldn't hold on to it because it's just not part of our life. We can't ever lose anything that is by the law of magnetic attraction. It's still ours until it's no longer magnetized. And how do we magnetize? Through the second ray, love and wisdom, the heart. Our hearts are what magnetize every single thing to us and why, when it is no longer true for us, we couldn't hold on to it even if we had to. And that's the thing. Most people don't reference the heart. They reference the mind and all of those external uh, sort of evaluative, well, it's better than this and it's bigger than that and it's quicker than this and it's this and that. It's cheaper than whatever. And yet all of those are merely... um, Comparative abstractions that have nothing to do with us knowing if something is true for us or not. That's why people can argue themselves right into something that's completely ridiculous and it, it you know, puts their lives off the rails and they can't figure out what went wrong. And it's because they listen to their mind and not their heart. You know, they listen to some voice that wasn't theirs. They didn't sit still and really ask if it was right for them. Because I think that's where a lot of people, they... They suffer kind of like from a, a lack of imagination and trust because if we – we may not know where we're going, but if we're true to ourselves and, and we, we're true to our integrity, that it wouldn't matter how dark the times were. It wouldn't matter how confusing or obscure things got. We would be on track. We would know whether or not it was you know, true, good, useful to do this or not do this, to say this or not this, because we're not reacting out of want, out of need, out of confusion. We can say, okay, if it hasn't come yet, then I haven't found it. Rather than get impatient and settle for less than the best, I always counsel people, sit still, and when your heart is moved, that's when you know it's the right time. That's when you know it's the right thing. And if your heart is not moved, don't let impatience mess up a perfectly good process. Trust yourself. Trust your heart. Trust that you have your song to sing. And if you're just not trying to sing somebody else's song, you're not trying to live somebody else's life. You know, if you really are intent on doing what you would love to do and do best in the whole world, you can't be denied. You just have to be open to where sometimes something that doesn't seem to lead to the goal actually can be a shortcut to that goal because it might lead to learning certain skills and connections that might not seem to relate to your object, but at some point, you're going to realize you've got the skills and you've got the connections that is finally leading you to the object because you kept doing what you were doing well and you put your heart into it and everybody, you know, you, you formed allies. So then we have all these eclipses that have pulled people, ideas, behaviors, tendencies out of our life. They will be replaced because nature abhors a vacuum. Our job is to replace it with the best we can. We've also had two very powerful total lunar eclipses, 
And we are still, we just finished the one that, from January at 12 Leo, which is interesting. That's where Mercury just went stationary direct. So clearly the next period of time ahead of us in September and October and November before Mercury goes retrograde again, this period in front of us is directly related to the lunar issues of the eclipse of January. So a lot of stuff just got shut down in that, that Aquarius mm-hmm. Leo axis, wherever that falls in our chart. And now we get the benefit of Mercury after having gone through the retrograde reflections and the re-imaging and the, the taking a new look from a different angle. We got all kinds of different information these last three, four weeks. Now we can take that and move forward with it, embrace Whatever is our mystery, that heart mystery, that Mercury transiting in Leo mystery, whatever it holds for us, that heart, that love, that creativity, because it's there. And we've been dancing with this Mercury in Leo forever, it seems, lots of weeks. And what this will do is Mercury will now begin to fill the void left by whatever Mm. was taken away at that lunar Leo eclipse. And so what it means, because Mercury is Hermes, the guide of souls. So the guide of souls is now moving direct and giving us a chance to use its impersonal, coordinating, sifting, understanding, mastery of approaches to filling whatever it was that's left our life since February. So, I mean, this is really important, you know, just in terms of getting new mercurial information to fill in whatever lunar voids we've been dealing with since January. Anything you want to say before we jump into the tag team retrogrades? Yeah, let's go. No, I want to go into the retrograde. So it's it's a lot. Things have been taken away, and it sounds like it's coming back in a new form that's more ideal, whether that's a a person, a situation, a job, a mindset, something comes back in, but it's, it's not the same. Well, we hope that because this audience is self-selecting that yes, everybody's going to attract a positive part of that planetary Mm -hmm. duality. Because remember all the planets, they're just parts of us and they all have a duality of form. And one is healthy and one is unhealthy. And Mercury, the mind, you know, its duality is life and death because our ideas either take us to life or take us to death. Either our ideas Mm. sprout a million seeds or our ideas lead us into pessimism and dead-end streets. And that's what Mercury does. So if our function is working well... Then as, you know, the cosmic recyclers take away our junk, it doesn't mean we won't buy more junk. It just, we hope mm. we've evolved past buying junk. You know, we hope we've, we've got right, to the point right, where, right, right, the, right. you know, that we're really, we yeah. don't have to live like refugees anymore here. You know, we're not grasping yeah. and clutching and we're not, you know, just automatically re- reverting to selfishness or pessimism or rigidity or, or victimization or all of those other negative dualities. Again, that was one of the reasons I felt it was so important to put it in the book because once we understand that we don't have to go a certain place, we've got most of the problem taken care of. 
Then once we realize all we have to do is keep applying it and applying it and applying it. I've got an article on the thing about how to master on my site about how to master anything, and it deals with the four stages of realizing how to change your behavior. And we can go from after the fact realizing that we don't want to do something and that this would have been a better way to before the fact yeah. understanding the better way and just naturally embracing that better way rather than the negative function that we learned so long ago. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it because, see, once we start generating nothing but, um, call it, a positive potential effects in terms of acting and feeling and thinking, then we've integrated our personality, our soul can speak, and we're not generating causes of negative effects down the road. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, where people forget that Now is the effect of prior choices. Now is the cause of future effects. And if we can just reorient, realize we can make a different future than the past, then we can use all of these, for example, the tag team retrogrades. All that a retrograde is is we go backward, we review, we reevaluate, we take a new look at things because we've already tracked that going forward. Now we're tracking it going back, and we're going to track it a third time going forward again. That's how the retrogrades work. They represent you know, kind of a review and a whole different angle of seeing, ground that we've already covered. And it's also a time when we can see things from the past differently, not just immediate past. It's a time when we can understand maybe how we were influenced by subconscious suggestions. And based in the uh, Department of Labor of the planet, sometimes, you know, like if we get a Jupiter review, it might be a rethinking of an old opportunity or a remembering of an old faith. Whereas with Mercury retrograde, it might give us a flash of insight into something where maybe we listen to somebody we shouldn't have listened to and we accepted it into our belief system and now we can unravel it. And the interesting thing about Mercury retrogrades, and I found this when I was doing research for my book on it, is that Mercury retrograde is a great time when evildoers get busted, when when corporate malfeasance is exposed, where gangsters get caught, where people trying to cover up things like oil spills, they get busted. And financial stuff gets busted. So it's when the retrogrades occur, it's a really good time for taking a new look at things you might have taken for granted the first time and sort of get a whole different understanding of what that planetary function means in your life so that then you can take advantage of it when it's moving forward. Anyway, tag teams. Mid-March, Jupiter went retrograde at 24 Scorpio, and that expanded and blessed whatever Mars, however it impacted us, back in the summer of 2016, the last time it was retrograde, because it went direct at 24 Scorpio, and we had to let our inspiration, we had to let our spirit or our soul transform our everyday life just in terms of how we act Mm -hmm. and what we efforted for, because it was Mars. That helped us escape from some form of a narrow destiny in 2016 and 2017. Now, Jupiter hit its station 
on this blessing of transforming our everyday life using inspiring experiences. So I think what's happened is we've kind of, by our actions since the summer of 2016, we've had opportunities, views, belief systems, and potential futures open to us in that period when Jupiter was retrograde between mid-March and mid-July. And now that Jupiter's moving forward in Scorpio, we've eliminated a lot, we've reversed magnetism, we've figured out what we want, what we don't want. Everything about our magnetics has shifted. And because Jupiter is the expansive principle, our expansive magnetics, whatever it is that we would put out there to try to pull back into home, all of that has changed for all of us in the Scorpio area of our lives, in our charts, just since March. Then came the, the, the late March, Mercury went retrograde at 17 Aries. We had to pull back from some stuff. It went direct in mid-April at 5 Aries. We began to imagine a new dimension of being. Mid-April, Saturn went retrograde at 10 Capricorn. So all those seeds that Pluto had sprouted about overcoming fear and getting the rewards for overcoming fear of the last five years, that has now become structured into our basic ring pass knot, our form of mastering our vehicle and our world. We have all had to get over fear in every way, shape, and form, learn a certain degree of harmlessness, a certain degree of sort of radiant goodwill just since April. Then Pluto went retrograde at 22, and that forced us to surrender, and these were apparent defeats that spelled true spiritual victory. So to all of the people listening, if you've gone through a defeat since April of any sort, you win. That's, you've mm. found spiritual power and spiritual resilience in, should we say, bowing to do whatever would be, you might say, according to form, according to protocol because that's what Capricorn is about. And we've Mm -hmm. all had to surrender something in our Capricorn Mm -hmm. sector since April that has spelled a true spiritual victory. And it certainly happened to me. It's happened to my wife. It's happened to several people that are very close to me. I don't want to get into, you know, specific examples. But every single defeat since April has spelled a true spiritual victory. Then late June, Neptune went retrograde and Mars went retrograde. And I've already talked about that. We're going through a spiritual rebirth. And at the same time, we're pulling back from old likes, old things we once thought were popular. We're replanning. We're reviewing and renewing. It really is a whole different new beginning just since late June to mid-July. But it hasn't been time to act on it. It's been time to pull back from it and observe what we're pulling back from, Jupiter went direct in mid-July of 14 Scorpio. That means we're all trying to figure out new means of communication. And that it would include communication inside of us, between parts of us, as well as us with our world. And I find that really a lot of times mm. people would find their answer if they would just ask and then listen. That they really don't need, you know, you got to ask and then you got to listen. You know, most people are too busy complaining that they want an answer from God to actually hear the answer. 
Sometimes you have to meditate. Mm-hmm. You can't just pray. <laughs> you know, you gotta. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta you sit gotta down listen. and listen. Yeah, you just gotta listen. And and if it doesn't come in five minutes, there's nothing wrong. You know, <laughs> seriously, that's where timing is everything. That's why I love about you know astrology is it. It really helped me stop misfiring when I was younger. I, mm. I stopped pushing the river. I stopped efforting at ridiculous times for ridiculous things. So now we've just finished mid-July, Jupiter went direct. Late July, Mercury went retrograde. Early August, Uranus went retrograde. That left six planets retrograde. We've had minimum four planets retrograde just since June. Then we got up to six. Now Mercury's gone direct at 12, so we're down to five. Mars is going to go direct. We're down to four. Early September, Saturn's going to go direct. We'll be down to three. Late September, Neptune will go direct. We'll be down to two. But then Venus goes Mm -hmm. retrograde in early October in Scorpio, and that's when we're all going to reevaluate a lot of our likes and our vanities. And I think that it should actually be a fairly sweet Period. Despite the fact that Venus will be opposed Uranus, I think that what that's going to do is help us kind of value what we had to eliminate Venus and Scorpio. That we had Saturn structuring a new Scorpionic us, late 2012, 2013, 2014, and parts of 2015. And that's what has been mm. blessed and expanded by Jupiter since November of last year. And just like, you know, with Saturn, uh, it went through Sagittarius 2015, 2016, 2017. Well, all of those Sagittarian lessons will be expanded beginning in November when Jupiter goes into Sagittarius. And everything is going to start clustering in terms of the outer planets, Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto. They're all clustering over the next few years. And they're all going to be sitting in late Capricorn and early Aquarius in 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. So that's going to be a huge area of massive involvement for all of us. Wherever we have Capricorn and Aquarius, that's going to be the big news in all of our lives, 2019, 2020, 2021. So I think that, again, remember, Mars is in Saturn-ruled sign between mid-March and mid-November. And that's crucial to understanding how we can best make Mars work for us in terms of the transit being the real world, real time transit, it's where it is, and how it's impacting all of us. And this is also where, as I hope most of you who know me remember, that I don't consider squares necessarily bad because they can sure put the brakes on wrong attitudes and they can help us turn corners and release energy. And so we have this Mars square Uranus. It's been given all of us a chance to really exercise our genius. The problem is is Mm -hmm. Uranus is kind of uh, going through what it's going through. (laughs) Because it, and I write about this, every lunation, it is semi-square Neptune and biceptile Pluto throwing us into what I've 
termed the grand irrationality version two, where we've mm-hmm. been in this irrational no, field created by net. Yeah, Neptune and Pluto began it back in the early 90s, but now they're kind of out of orb, and Uranus has just stepped in. And now the the hard edge pressure is on. There's a lot of grinding and cutting and friction and heat and polishing, a lot of confusion in the collective atmosphere, Uranus, semi-square Neptune. Forces of freedom and change are at fundamental odds with the drifting illusion that lies are getting busted. And the problem is, I think, the hard edge that's going along with the lies and the busting of lies, the substitution of the appearance of reality for reality itself. And that's why a lot doesn't make any sense. But that's also what I want your people to understand was that though things are really uh, irrational and there's a lot of irrational behaviors, that there's a lot of examples of this in the news where things just don't make any sense and people are just, they're saying crazy stuff. I think that the real issue isn't that things are crazy. We're not supposed to be buying into Mm -hmm. the crazy make. We're just learning navigational skills. And that means we have to, ref- yes. have to reference yes, our hearts because we can't reference that. That's crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, um, yeah, did not go into that. But th- it's like almost like there's these obstacles, dead ends, there's potholes in the road, and we have to navigate through it, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. As That's, uh, spirits in the chat. Well, we're spirits in the material world. We are eternals having a human experience. We are soul spirits. We are loving, wise intelligences. None of us were raised by saints and sages. We all just are people. I used to want to be perfect, and then one of the greatest realizations in my life is to be perfect here means to be perfectly human. And that means yeah. sometimes I just don't know everything. I don't get it right. Yeah. That we can't Best know thing. So everything. So well, yeah, because then yeah. we're not judging ourselves for everything we don't know and everything we're not getting perfect. And the fact that it, you know, perfection isn't happening by five o'clock today or you know noon tomorrow, we stop keeping score. And we can actually get more natural with ourselves in the now so that – because there's always something to learn. There's always something to do. I can't imagine being bored. This is an incredible world where there's always something to learn. Again, if – when people come to me and and they're just really tired of their old job or it's not fulfilling anymore, I mean there's a lot of things you can do for money. And there's a lot of things you can do for love. And you're never going to know what you could do for love unless you do something for love. But if you do it for Mm -hmm. love and you get really good at it, people eventually want to give you money for doing it. That's in my direct Mm. experience. And it it, it cuts across every field on earth is that if you really love it, you can't be passed by. The thing is, is remember Mm. too. We are in a time of darkness. We're in a time of pretty crazy, 
darkness where a lot of lies, a lot of, you know, the whole false reality thing, the, you know, facts aren't facts, truth isn't truth. I mean, this is pretty crazy for somebody to yeah, say truth is. isn't Talk about grand that, and that's like, irrationality. That's pretty irrational to say that the truth isn't truth. And it's, so that, that, but again, I think that it's what I've termed the daily outrage. We can't get distracted by all that glittery illusion sideshow drama because the dense world and the people that operate in the dense world want us to be angry. They want us to get worked up. They want our adrenals to be so exhausted we can't do anything but drop into bed at night. And I think that's where things like meditation, Tai Chi, Qigong, exercise, healthy diet, this helps us remember that we are entirely responsible for maintaining our body, our feelings, and our mind at their best. And it doesn't mean we're going to be perfect because we're always uncovering something that the subconscious mind took in, if not in this life, then in another one. If you know, if not when we knew it, then when we were babies and didn't know it, we took in some images and we took in some misunderstandings, and w- many of us still operate off a little tiny hidden cues in the subconscious mind, and it's not that doesn't make us evil. Sometimes it makes us inconsistent, and occasionally it does put what we do at variance with what we believe we believe, and these are all great for self-correction. Whatever it is that kind of annoys us about ourselves is great grist for the mill of soul. You know, it's the grain of sand that makes the the pearl. If we don't have that that challenge, then we're not going to shine. I mean, if you're polishing a stone, it's a lot of grinding to the stone, and then you get that mirror finish, and the stone's beautiful. Hmm. So we're being, it sounds like a lot of refinement. I love what you're saying because it's, to me, that Leo energy about the heart and also having the courage to go for what it is that we love, you know. Um, one, way, one, way, gr- one way that people can, can open up to that, to really finding what it is that they love and trusting, I guess the next thing is the trust. Well, I think that you can't, trust what you love until you trust that you love. And this Mm -hmm. is, I think, also where in my many years of trying to counsel people, I think people put way too much lumber on the beast when they're first trying to get into something. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the person that takes a few weekend seminars and then sets themselves up at a hundred buck an hour life coach and they know that they just have a couple of tricks in their bag and you know, but they're trying yeah. hard because they want to make money and they want to do their heart and they want to be who they love and they want people's love and they want to do it right. And yet the thing is, if you're really going to do anything, it's going to take time and you're going to have to work. And, and it, it, there are yeah. things that we're gifted at. I'm, I'm not going to put anybody down because I've seen people who were gifted and they, they got more accomplished in six months than somebody else might in six years. Mm. But again, this was a person who obviously loved that, and they wholeheartedly committed to that. There were no reservations. 
There wasn't that, well, maybe I should be doing something else, or well, what am I going to say to so-and-so because they might not like it that I'm doing this, and, and they, or they might like I'm doing it, but I'm not doing it for enough money yet, and so and I don't really know what I'm doing, and so they're going to question me, and I'm going to feel bad because I can't answer their question. And, you know, all that stuff that the ego mind goes through, it's constantly comparing us to some ridiculous ideal. A comparison. Yeah. I mean, so we, we try to get into something, and then we see everything we're not doing right and everything we don't know and everything we feel incompetent, and that just completely defeats the point of having fun learning to do something. Mm. And if you have fun learning to do it, you may or may not stick with it. I know I've learned, you know, a lot of stuff in this life I've never made a dime off of, but it sure was fun <laughs> learning it. And right. every, every once in a while, you know, I've learned something that helped somebody else. And, gee, I didn't make a dime off of it, and I helped somebody else. And that's got to be good, too. You know, just being able to pay it forward, whatever it is. You'll be part, as Rumi talked about, be part of the exchanging flow. Start a huge foolish project like Noah. It makes absolutely no difference what people think about you. It's, I think that that's, if we can just get past the self-defeating thoughts and the discouraging feelings and the frustration of not knowing, then we're going to do just fine no matter what we do. Mm -hmm. But again, it, it's like you also, there are consequences. You know, if you want to be a candlestick maker, you could probably become a great candlestick maker and make beautiful candlesticks, but you may not make a lot of money at it, you know, unless mm -hmm. you really get lucky. And most people want to know about being an astrologer. And I say, well, you know, you'll never get rich, but you'll have a lot of fun and you're going to meet a lot of great people. <laughs> and, yeah. It's well, okay, and you also know. the other thing is, yeah, you could make money and do what you love, maybe investments or well, right. I think there's it's, this push, right, right, to, that you have to make just, so yeah, much money with want, what you – They hmm? want to do something that's going to make them all this money, and yet I've – ever since there was, there was a series of uh, astrological things that happened in the 90s that I saw right. coming. I used to do seminars on this stuff. And I used to tell people, it's not going to be an either or, it's going to be a both and. You can't just do one thing, you're going to have to do two things. You're going to have to do something for love and something for money. And even if you find something that you love that you do for money, then find something else you love and maybe it too will bring you some money. And once you've got enough money, don't worry about it, do all the good you can do. And that's really what life is about because we don't take it with us. And if you think about it, there are very few second chances in the truest sense of that word. So we have to really be front and center, awake and alert here right. and now. Right. We really do. And the fact is, is yes, sometimes we, we don't win. Sometimes we lose and sometimes we are defeated. And that's okay as long as we understand strength, resilience, compassion for ourselves. Because if we had known better, we would have done better. And I think mm -hmm. that that's where most people, they judge themselves through 2020 hindsight. And they forget mm. that if they had known better, they would have done better. They would have done better. So, yeah, so we have to forgive ourselves for everything sense. we didn't know in the past that we know now. <laughs> oh, God. That's part of the moving on, it sounds like, the freeing up. 
Robert. It sounds like that's the forgiveness. Well, there's a lot to forgive because we're all wounded. And I bring this out in the book on Saturn is that we all had a family and cultural matrix we grew up within and we needed those rules and those binding forces, some of which could be very harsh and very unforgiving because, you know, when we were little kids, we didn't know not to run out in the street. We didn't know that we weren't supposed to eat or drink that particular thing. And so we didn't know and we got yelled at we got punished and we had all these rules and we all grew up in these rules and we really had no idea because we were just kids you know we're just doing the best we could and we weren't understood because we didn't understand ourselves we didn't understand the world we were in nobody understood us you know the whole thing was one giant vast misunderstanding when we were younger and we grew up trying to get it right whatever that means And we learned all this stuff, and it's all hectic, and nobody ever taught us certain things other than, you know, go to church and believe in God and, and, you know, be a good person. But other than that, we weren't told, well, you know, if people have hard times and some of them act out, but you don't have to. Or sometimes we learned that lesson, but we got screamed at so that we learned it through being terrified rather than through kindness and compassion. You know, we learned all kinds of hard lessons as I put in uh, Love Dad, I mean, I learned to be very tough because I was a young male in, you know, 50s and 60s America, and you just had to get tough. Well, when you lose your kid, being tough is like trying to use a hammer to plant a tree. It doesn't work. You just beat the tree up. And and so we, we learn these tools along the way that really don't serve us in becoming the beautiful, loving, wise intelligence that we always are. But we have this personality that, that gets in the way. And if we can just kind of be gentle with the physical creature, and it's okay to feel all kinds of stuff. Some of it isn't us. That's the three water signs. Cancer's the personal stuff. Scorpio's the stuff that we share with others in the field. And Pisces is that sort of generic soup that we all feel all the time anyway. A lot of We can't take that personally because it's not us. We didn't create that dread and confusion we just can't buy into it and that's where learning to figure out okay this is a good time for me to do this but not that but next week it'll be a great time for me to do that (laughs) okay and you don't need astrology if you had perfect knowledge you would never need a card reading (laughs) you wouldn't have to consult the chin or anything but most of us have a hard time we got tunnels yeah we got tunnels and funnels to go through our yeah. own programming and tunnels and funnels and um, gives us all something well, to sort do. Of, it's what, it, it, it reminds me of something I, I promised myself I would say today because it was a very clear signal I got be, while I was sitting here trying to think of something to say and that when darkness falls, grace redeems. When our ego mm. props fail, divine grace prevails and Mm. we are in a time of irrational darkness but the darkness always falls after it fulfills itself because darkness is simply an absence of light the minute we bring light the darkness vanishes Mm -hmm. 
And so no matter what the illusion seems to be, even when the illusion seems to have conquered us or our life and we're just sitting around, we're miserable because this has failed or we can't do that anymore or this person left us or whatever, it doesn't matter because the minute that 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 ego attachment to wanting something a certain way or seeing something a certain way or feeling badly about something, the, the minute it fulfills itself, the light returns. And then mm-hmm. grace enters. Then grace enters. The minute we forgive, the minute we have compassion, the minute we clear out the space of the old darkness, the old illusion, the old frustration, the old struggle, grace can enter and it, I, I believe that that's divine mother, you know, that yeah. you can be under that. divine law. But, yeah, it, if once we get over our judgments and our, our, all this stuff, the, the wanting it this way and the not wanting it that way, and that we do surrender mm-hmm. in humility to the fact that as long as we haven't generated anything of a destructive nature, then it cannot possibly result in a destructive effect. And this Mm -hmm. also relates to something I've had to tell about 10 people lately. If you can't make it better, don't make it worse. Yeah. Can't make it better, better, don't make it worse. worse. Absolutely. Wisdom. That's wisdom for the ages, let me tell you. Well, I found that it sure did help me avoid aggravating things that I really shouldn't have aggravated. (laughs) So, again, it it may not be that we can attain everything we want all the time immediately because our our desire mind isn't supposed to get everything at once. It's just supposed to want everything so that we can understand what's appropriate and not appropriate. You know, within the karmic cause and effect cycle, because let's face it, you can attract uh, as much great alcohol as you want to you, but at some point you're just going to be a drunk. You, know, mm-hmm. you have to sort of moderate this, and you can't just do that all the time your whole life. I've been an astrologer forever, but in, along the way, I learned public speaking, I learned concert and event production, I learned television production, I learned writing and editing. Uh, I learned stonemasonry and all kinds of other neat stuff. And again, I didn't have to make money at all of it. Some of it I did for a while, and then some I didn't. And it, I believe it's just a question of finding your heart. What's your heart into? What could you love to do just for the sake of doing it? And we imagine that it's this or that, follow your bliss, and how can I follow my bliss because I'm not getting paid. But that's kind of putting the cart before the horse. If, you know, again, you look around and you see what your world needs that you might learn to do excellently and have fun doing it. You'll never lack Mm. for anything again. You know, if you want to have a friend, be a friend. You know, it's that kind of thing. If you want to generate mm-hmm. something, you have to generate it. The book doesn't write itself. <laughs> you know, you, right, you want to be right. an author, you've got to sit down and write it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. don't ever underestimate the suitability of certain things. Like, mm. for example, my wife was an extraordinary elementary school reading specialist. 
she was a master at working with young children and unlocking their ability to learn. Mm-hmm. She absolutely would never get up in front of a group of adults to save her life. She hated giving presentations to adults. She wouldn't do it because she wasn't a performer. She was a teacher of little children. Mm. And, you know, like some people, they want to be big-time names. You know, they want fame. They want influence. They want to be able to do all this stuff and because they think that they're going to do some good once they become rich and famous. But if you don't have the temperament to be in front of a That's crowd right. and, you know, and work with 20 to 100 people, not just once, but over and over and over and over. And you can't, you know as well as I do that you can't just put, you can't phone it in. You know, you can't just play the tape. You better come up with something original for the people yes. you're with because this is an original group. These are original people. You get, one size doesn't fit all. And if you're not able to deliver and communicate and love doing it and be willing to do it, then don't do it. It's like a lot of people think they want to be on TV, but they really don't want to be on TV. They would hate it. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. I think that this is where if you can be comfortable, not with an artificial limitation, but just knowing that, right. you know, if if you'd rather be home, then don't try to do a profession that requires you being on the road all the time. Because yeah. if your profession has you on the road – you're not going to have much of a home life. I mean, you'll have whatever you build. But again, so I think that this is where many people, they want the security, but they want the adventure and they want the comfort, but they want the challenge. And again, this is where I believe we can have all of it, but just not all at the same time. (laughs) And be where what you want, because you might get it five years down the road and... (laughs) Not one. Tamara just put in the chat, know thyself. And it sounds like on the soul, that's what you're talking about. You think that these, the retrogrades and the eclipses is about getting kind of slowing things down in a way, nudging, and for some people, forcing people to ask these questions? Yes, of course. Because yeah, you okay. can't push the river. And if stuff from the subconscious mind is coming up, if echoes of memories from the past are coming up, if you're getting all mm-hmm. these clues about the narrative of your life, you know, the, the movie of your life, and you're trying to figure out which choice mm-hmm. the hero makes, yeah. and you don't know what choice right. to make, it's always good to take a look at what brought you into that part of the woods. You know, because sometimes you may have to back out and sometimes you may have to go forward and sometimes you may just have to sit until a friendly right. elf or wizard or visitor comes up to your fire and camps out, you know, and pulls out some food and some good conversation and then you'll know where to go and what to do. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, I call them those magical helpers. But it does take the pull. It does take the pulling out, like you said, the slowing down, pulling. I mean, if we're on the fly, running around, we're not going to get it. We're not going to see it. Well, right. And this is where a retrograde is simply the slowing of the planet's motion. That's all it is. It's not mm-hmm. really going backward. It's just slowing relative to the Earth and the Sun and how the three of them work together. 
And so the mm-hmm. slowing of a function is really good for taking a second look and not just racing forward. Again, when Mercury's retrograde, the mind's looking back, and life is moving forward, symbolized by the sun. And then Mercury goes direct, and it races forward past life, and it gets as far out in front of life as it can get, and then it goes retrograde, and it goes back. And again, life fuses with mind, mind fuses with life. Sometimes mind looks back, sometimes mind looks forward. And this Mm -hmm. is where the racing around ultimately must be integrated via the sun. The sun is our integrity. It's our integrative principle. It's the light that we are, and it's the light that we are here to shine to our world. And we all have a light that we are here to shine to our world. Every single one of us. Every single one of us has a song that is uniquely our own and as beautiful as it could be. But we just are busy trying to figure out why we can't sing everybody else's song. And we forget (laughs) we have our song. We have our own song and our own tone. Oh, Robert, this yeah. has been amazing, as always. Such clarity, um, such amazing insight and information. Thank you so much for being on the program. This is love being oh, here. And yeah, I'll be back great. in you know a few weeks. We'll do this again. Yay! 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 Yeah, yeah see, because so this is all preparatory for 2019. Yeah, and we, we are preparing. It. I mean, it's, it's, we are preparing. It's like the um, the little truck stop, the pit stop. We need these pit stops. Like, where are we really go? What's happening here? Where are we going? What's the map? <laughs> you know, how do we well, navigate right. this? You can't just go and go and go and go. We do need time to reflect on how we got here and if we're on the right track and maybe if there's something else we want to go discover before we continue this journey toward wherever. And again, there's sometimes we just have to stop. We have to learn some skills and have some fun and, you know, have an attitude adjustment so that we can approach our new life, our new relationships, our new work with a good attitude, with enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. with good heartfelt connectedness and not being bummed out because this didn't work and that was frustrating and I didn't know what to do until then and all this stuff. I mean, life is here, life is now, tomorrow's not guaranteed, so... This is really a great time right here, right now, to prepare and do whatever we have to do to move forward. We're all in this together. We are light, and we know it. We know it. We know we are light. We know we are eternals. We know we are love and wisdom and intelligence. We know this. And this is why shows like yours are just so valuable. They're so valuable Mm -hmm. because it brings the community together. Yeah. We come together and, yeah, we help each other. And it's, um, some of us have brighter lights. We're helping light ignite, you know. And then our light sometimes gets a little dim and someone comes along and sparks go and, woo, there our light goes bright again, you know. Oh, Robert, well, thanks for sharing your light. Until next time. Sure. Okay. Until right. next time. Thank you. Till next time. All right, everyone, that was Robert Wilkinson. Um, You can find out more information by going to AquariusPapers.com. He does do um, readings, and there's just some great information on his blog, AquariusPapers.com. Also the author of three amazing books that can help you in different parts of your life. Um, Got a new look at Mercury Retrograde, um, Love Dad, and his most recent book, Saturn, Spiritual Master, 
spiritual friend. And again, AquariusPapers.com. All right, everyone. Uh, as for me, all things Awakenings, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Come find me on Instagram, also my YouTube channel, Michelle Mache or Lightbeam21. Get a pick a card reading. Come say hi. Or you can go to soulplayground.life as well. Everyone in the chat, everyone that called in, everyone that's co-creating this, thanks for being a part of Awakenings. And really, I'm telling you, we're all co-creating this. There's, you know, it's all of our shared energies and, as Robert said, our shared light. So, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritledliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritledliving.com. Keep awake.